This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. And I'm your host, John Rush. Rush to Reason, KLZ 560. Hour 2 is upon us. As I said a moment ago, Linda and Charlie Bloom are with us. They've got a new book, An End Arguing, 101 Valuable Lessons for All Relationships. I always start with the ladies. Linda, welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. Glad to be with you. Thank you for joining us. Charlie, welcome as well. Well, thank you. Happy to be here. I appreciate it. Now, Valentine's Day is next week, I believe. I've got to double-check this just to make sure I'm right. Tuesday, I believe. So next Tuesday. And this is sort of a way to, you know, I guess, in a way, kick off Valentine's Day. But I always ask this question as well, guys. I'll start with you, Linda. Why did you write the book? Well, my husband, Charlie, and I are a couple of recovered hotheads. Okay. And back in the day, we used to fight and argue a lot. Especially Linda. <laughs> <laughs> good one, Charlie. Good one. We're very different, but we got some good help, and we're good students, and we implemented the help that we got, and we have come a very long way. And so I felt compelled to pay it forward because we nice. had so many wonderful people help us. Nice. You know what? Uh, thank you very much for doing that because, I, you know, I... I can tell you that I am a recovering hothead as well. A lot of people today that would know me would say, no, 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 that's that's not you. But, oh, no, I, I know very well, Linda and Charlie, both of what you're talking about. Trust me in that. I'm not that person any longer, luckily. And I've learned how to control things very, you know, much, much better than than I did back when I was a young person. Let's just say it that way. And and I, like you, had mentors and people around that helped me with a lot of those things, which I'm very appreciative of. I never wrote a book because, honestly, I still haven't mastered this. So I'm going to learn from you guys today. So let's get started, Linda. Let's start with you as well. Or I'll start with you first just because you're, I always believe in the ladies first. So give us a tip on what we should not do to keep us from arguing. Don't indulge it. You're not really thinking straight, and you might Mm -hmm. threaten, you might judge, you might criticize, you might give them the silent treatment, and all those things are destructive in a relationship. Okay. Charlie, you're along those same lines, and and I agree. Linda, thank you. I, I, I believe that wholeheartedly. Charlie, though, there's times where that's very, very difficult to do because maybe you've taken a shot or two and so you're doing your very best and it may be even just a subtle way so you're doing your very best to you know to to not fire back how do you do that charlie how do you not fire back well i would take issue with one thing that you said john it's not so much that it's very difficult Uh, i think it feels almost impossible Uh, yeah (laughs) i mean it's we underestimate good point just how 
strongly and quickly we can get triggered. Great when point. I no, I stand corrected. You are 100% correct, Charlie. Yeah, I mean, we just, we don't realize it. And we don't realize how easily triggered our partner is. Mm. And it's not because we're highly sensitive. It's, it's because we have these places within us that are reactive to certain responses from another person, particularly people closest to us, yeah. like the one that we're living with, <laughs> um, who, who can just activate some of the same intense feelings that we had when we originally put some of these defensive reactions in place mm. in our life. Linda, along those lines, and everything Charlie just said, I, I fully agree with, but a question for you, and, and I think I know the answer to this. We tend to want to fire back and or fire off in the first place with those that we love and that we are the closest to where we may not do that with, say, a neighbor or a co-worker or somebody along those lines. Why is that, Linda? Well, there's so much more at stake with the people that we're closest to. If we feel that they don't love us or they don't respect us or they don't value us, that is going to trigger a lot of fear and a lot of hurt. And so it shows up as anger, but underneath the anger, there's often hurt and or fear. And it's really hard to drop down underneath that irritability and that resentment Mm. and that anger to touch the more vulnerable feelings and even tell ourselves the truth about it. Then it takes a lot of courage to tell the person who triggered us Mm -hmm. how vulnerable we're feeling and how scary it is. And the closer we are, the more triggered we're liable to get. Okay, question for you, Linda and Charlie. I'll let you follow up on this question. And these are, by the way, these are not my notes. These are just things I'm throwing out, guys, because I just like having conversation. And I know I've got notes in front of me, but I just like to talk. So, Linda, question for you. When... When we're having discussions, in, in a lot of cases, they just start that way. You're having a discussion, you're talking back and forth, and maybe one person, because they want to get something out and said, interrupts and doesn't allow the other person to finish. How does the person that was interrupted handle that without being triggered, without getting their feelings hurt? How do they get the rest of what they wanted to say out without offending the other person, Linda? Very politely, very respectfully, as best we can, Say, just hold on a minute. I'm not quite through yet. Okay. You just give me a chance to complete my thought, and then I want to listen to you. Mm, you know what? That last little section I need to learn, because I think that's really key, where you're, where you're basically saying, I want to get out what I'm saying, but I will listen to you once I'm done. I like that. And there's going to be more space for me to hear and understand and learn from what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You let me get my say. I just want to go on the record. This is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm needing. Just give me a chance to get this off of my heart, and then I'm going to be there for you. Charlie, I agree with everything your wife just said, by the way. Uh, I like that little ending that she added, which I will adopt. I'm going to steal that from you guys and actually use that. And again, not not that that you know, not that you know, you're you're having an argument at that point in time, but you want to get out what you're saying. You want to be able to finish your sentence and avoid a misunderstanding or an argument. But you've got to be able to get everything said, or you might actually end up in one, right, Charlie? Yeah, and and the the challenge at those times is to. Be able to restrain yourself and to withhold your reaction uh, from that.
part of you that wants them to just shut up and let me finish. Mm. But to express that in ways that are not going to trigger their defensiveness and their counterattack. So one of the things that we really try to encourage people to do is to keep in mind that when they have a conversation in which they want to resolve a difference, what's really important, one of the things that's really important is that person feels safe, that they feel that they can say what's on their mind and in their heart without any fear that the other person is going to criticize them or attack them or in some way react in ways that are going to cause them to feel threatened. We want them to feel safe. And Makes yet, sense. It, it feels natural to want to just shut them down by upping and amping up the yep. volume. Yep. Yeah, by one-upping him. No, I, Charlie, thank you. Linda, this is in my notes. I'm going to steal it because I want to know because I had curiosity on this one. The three words to never use in an argument, what are they? You're being defensive. When you use that very first word, you, you're already in trouble. Mm. You're off bad foot mm. because usually what follows you is some kind of judgment. So maybe the other person being defensive but you're, you're not really opening up a, di- a dialogue and you're not creating the kind of safety and security that good relationships are made of, which Charlie just mentioned. And so you want to refrain from the, the word you as much as possible mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and don't accuse them. Even if they are being defensive, it doesn't help to call it. Okay. Number two. Oh, so, so, no, sorry. So that was those, those were the three words. You're being defensive. Sorry, I want to make sure I'm understanding correctly. Yes, those are the three Got words. Got it. Got it. Okay, I want to put this in my notes for producer Ann. Perfect. Thank okay. you. Yeah. All right. So when, and Charlie, this is for you. When we've had, because things are going to happen, you know, even if it's just a minor disagreement or, you know, you can just tell, hey, I just said something that, Hurt, you know, my partner, my wife's, my spouse's, girlfriend, whatever happens to be. You know, I, I've hurt that other person's feelings. Charlie, what's the first thing we should do once we recognize that? Um, to basically acknowledge what we've done and to acknowledge how we feel about it. To, to acknowledge that um, I, I recognize that I just, I just said something and I see I, that that has had... Uh, it's difficult for you to have heard that. I can understand how you would feel that way. Mm. And um, I want to I just um, confess that I uh, am guilty of that. And, and basically, you know, to, to not try to get them to see it differently, but just to own it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not, I'm not admitting that I'm a bad person. I'm not admitting I did something wrong. I'm simply acknowledging that, wow, I didn't realize that uh, you would take it that way, that you would feel that yeah. way. So, um, And I have some remorse ab- about having done that, and I might apologize. Linda, along those same lines, is it okay in a very nice and kind way to you know, go back to your partner and say, you know, what you just said, I just want you to know, I'm not, not trying to attack you or anything along those lines, but I just want you to know, because you may not, that what you just said really bothered me, hurt my feelings, it cut me, whatever the case may be. Is it okay to, to approach it that way and say that, Linda? I think it's more than okay. I think it's really necessary that our partner sometimes 
bangs into our sore spots without realizing it. Mm. It may be unintentional, and they don't know what our sore spots are necessarily, and we don't know theirs. We need each other's feedback when we hurt each other, and there is a way to bring it to their attention without making them bad and wrong. Okay, makes total sense. I, I, I thank you, by the way, for that. Um, this one is in the notes. Again, I'm going to ask this one as well. Charlie, I'll start with you. What's the most underutilized practiced in most relationships? Um, a, a time out. Mm. Mm. Sometimes we get overheated. Um, yep. We get overheated pretty quickly, and some of us it takes a longer time. But when we get overheated, uh, the synapses in our brain don't function very well. We get distracted. We get overloaded. And we, we're not at our best self. We can't speak in conscious, responsible, respectful ways. When you hit that point and you get into one of those impasses with the, the other person who may be at the same place, the best thing you can do is to just give yourselves a break. Take a time out and go to your separate corners or your separate rooms. Put some space between the two of you and take a few minutes or longer, whatever you might need, in order to get yourself grounded and get yourself in a more open, balanced, relaxed frame of mind so that you can resume the conversation in a more productive way. Okay. Linda, along those lines, what if the other person in that relationship at the time is like, no, I want to get this handled right now. I don't want anyone taking any time timeouts. I'm hot. I want to get this dealt with right now. How do you handle a timeout when maybe the other person doesn't want you to take one? Well, that's a really important question that needs to be addressed before things get overheated. And okay. we recommend that people have a conversation about how to have a hot, how to have a hot conversation and to have an agreement in place that if either person feels that they need a timeout, they can call it no questions mm. asked. Okay. That Makes sense. It needs to be respected because it's going to work for both people if the timeout is used well. The way they're going to come back is going to be more open, more patient, more flexible, with an intention to learn and understand more deeply. So if both people are composed, you really want to use those mm-hmm. timeouts. And they don't have to take very long. Sometimes just a few breaths is enough to do it. Yeah. But sometimes you need a little longer. I think it's important not to take too long because the person who feels abandoned is going yeah. to be Good point. up. Good so point. As little time as you can possibly take. Good point. Again, Linda and Charlie Bloom. The book is An End to Arguing, 101 Valuable Lessons for All Relationships. It goes on sale on Valentine's Day, so next Tuesday. And, uh, I, you know, I ask this a lot, and I know I sound like a broken record to all of you out there that are listening to me, but, you know, Linda, where's the best place folks can go buy the book? Oh, I think Amazon. It's available for pre-order. People can do it right now. Okay, perfect. Linda, Charlie, thank you very much. Do you guys have a website where folks can go and learn more about you two? Bloomwork. And, you know, there's a sale for a month for $1.99 for the ebook. It's not going to oh. get any less expensive. Wow. Okay. Of things, free things on our website. There's free ebooks and there's lots of several hundred blogs on Psychology Today and a bunch of videos that are very instructive with a lot of practical wisdom. Okay. 
Makes sense. Guys, again, thank you very, very much. It's, I, I don't know if you can tell, but I've had a joy being with you. This has been an absolute blast. And, I, I, you know, if you guys ever want to come back, anything comes up and you want to come back on air and talk, just let me know. I'd love to have you back. It is, this has been a, lo- a real joy for me. I enjoyed it, too. We'd love to come back. Thank you very much, guys. Have a great Valentine's Day, by the way. Thank you. You too. All right, Linda, Charlie, thank you very much. Affordable interest mortgages next. Kurt Rogers, and Kurt's a great guy, by the way. I love dealing with him. He's got the same attitude, really, that Linda and Charlie have that we just talked to. Anything you need when it comes to a mortgage, just call Kurt today, 720-895-0500. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 321 buy down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913% the third, and the remaining years at 6.913% with an APR of 6.985%. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month or less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298-191, and rates subject to change. Absolute electrical heating and air, anything you need for HVAC. And, and keep in mind, as we get closer and closer to summer, if you're looking to doing anything AC-wise or, or along, you know, anything along those lines, please get them out now. Save some money on the front side, 720-526-0231. You just found out that you need to replace your furnace, and you have no idea where that money is going to come from. Relax. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air has peace of mind financing with low monthly payments and interest as low as 0%. Financing is available no matter what kind of service you need and is available via your technician so you can get what you need done faster and easier than with any other company. The replacement you need can be affordable and stress-free for you and your family with a culture of service, excellence, and growth. Absolute is committed to your satisfaction. They ensure that with their Absolute guarantee. You deserve to be at ease. Ask about your financing options when scheduling any service with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air at 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com slash absolute today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, High Five Plumbing is next. I say it all the time, but I mean it. Put this number in your phone, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. You should be flushing your water heater at least once a year. Scheduling routine maintenance with High Five Plumbing now allows you to be frugal down the line. Keep your operational costs down over time by ensuring your water heater is functioning properly. When you don't regularly flush your tank, mineral buildup can mean that your water heater loses energy efficiency increasing your gas and electric bill. A water heater flush with High Five is an easy-to-schedule service that is cost-effective in the future. With consistent maintenance, you can even extend the life of your equipment and stave off future plumbing emergencies. High Five Plumbing can save you money down the road with simple maintenance 
that you can schedule right now. Get on the books today by calling 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or by filling out a contact form at klzradio.com slash plumbing. Make sure to mention KLZ for a free in-home water quality test and a wave service fee for KLZ listeners only. Mom, why is it so cold in the house? Is the thermostat broken? The Public Utilities Commission approved another rate increase, and I can't afford the bill. Colorado families are struggling to make ends meet. It's time to hold the Colorado Public Utilities Commission accountable and take the burden off our families. Don't get cold feet. Turn up the heat on the Colorado Public Utilities Commission. Visit nomorerateincreases.com to make your voice heard. Paid for by Americans for Prosperity. Putting reason into your afternoon drive, this is John Rush. We are back. Jersey Joe, what's going on, sir? John, I want to add uh, something to the conversation you just had about arguments. Yeah. And, uh, this may sound like a joke, but uh, in all seriousness, this is the best two pieces of advice I've ever received in my entire life. Let's hear it. Relative, relative to arguments. And when I was 18, my father told me this, and I'm dead serious. He said uh, two things. He said, number one, never argue with a crazy woman. Number two, never forget that all women are crazy. <laughs> So just don't argue. Well, and, John, I can't tell you how well that is Just don't argue. Now. Yeah, you're in good shape. Just, just be quiet. Don't argue. Well, you know, the, the old men are from Mars, women are from Venus, yep. and the left. Yep. You know, men, men tend, not all men, but a great majority of men like you and I, we tend to be left-brained, mathematical, logical, right. That's you know, right. reasoning. And a gr- more, much more women are right-brained, emotional, creative, artistic. But that also, you know, lets them, you know, get get overly excited, and they have a tough time, you know, arguing logically. You know, they want to get emotional and angry. They, they, you know, it makes them feel good to get angry. Right. Um, you know. Right. By the way, no, yeah. and, and there are some men that are along those same lines as well. You and I. I mean, no one's ever accused me, Joe, of being emotional. No. Although, you know, by the way, uh, throughout my business career, I've always said. I never get angry unless I want to get angry. Yeah, yeah. Unless I I want people to see them. I I may get angry, but, John, I'll never show it unless I want people to see that I've that I've gotten angry. Yeah, that's a, by the way, that's a very good rule to follow. That 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 is something most everybody else that's listening could could take to heart and use. That's that's really good advice, Joe. Yeah, I mean, I, I've had people say things or do things that have just infuriated me. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, I said to myself, you know. Getting angry and expressing my angry is not going to help resolve. No, I, and I, I, I was a slow learner on that in my early years, especially as a business owner, and it took me many years to get over that and realize that that is not the proper way to handle things. And and uh, you know, I'm a very, as you know, I'm a very go get them. You know, we got to get things done. You know, that kind of a guy. And I, I just struggle at times when things aren't going the direction they're supposed to, especially when I was young and dumb and didn't know any better. No, I, John, I, and I was there, I think, a little bit earlier in my life. But uh, And it's not just within a relationship. Um, I've got a sister that is, you know, incredibly right-brain creative. You know, she'll, you know, she'll fly off the handle. And, you know, same thing, you know, I, I know I don't want to argue with my sister. I've got a sister-in-law, by the way, that's along those same lines. And you have to say, okay, I'm dealing with a person who we're, you know, if they're angry, I just have to let them vent. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. You know, the last thing they want to do right now is discuss this thing logically. They've got a lot of, they're, they're angry. I have to let it vent, just like letting air out of a tire. Let me just, you know, sit back here. What's a, what Cassius Clay, rope a dope, just, you know, just 
cover up, fall back on the ropes, yeah. and, and let, yeah. them, let them get it yeah. out. Good point. And, and eventually they'll wear themselves out, and then you can have that, um, that calm, rational discussion, but not when there's all that emotion. Yep. But, John, I am absolutely serious to, to, to your son, Richard. If you've never given the advice, never argue with a crazy woman, and never forget that all women are crazy. There you no, go. Joe. Good advice. Hope Joe, hope man. your wife isn't listening, by the way. <laughs> Appreciate it, Joe. Love you, man. And uh, <laughs> comical, but... Solid advice as well. Golden Eagle Financial is next. Speaking of advice, a lot of you need advice on what are you going to do when it comes to your finances, especially as you look to retirement. And some of you have probably never had this conversation at all. Don't be embarrassed. It doesn't matter what age you are. You need to sit down, talk to Alan, find out what he can do for you for that end of your, you know, that retirement as you get towards the end of your career and so on. So talk to Al today. Find out exactly what he can do. 303-744-1128. Don't procrastinate. After 20 years with Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith understands that one of the main keys to a successful plan is optimizing it with a professional in a timely manner. When you procrastinate reviewing your financials for retirement, you're accepting preventable potential losses. Careful planning with a professional helps you capitalize on opportunities that exist organically in your life now. Al can make a calculated projection of your finances based on your unique situation to position your money for the retirement you want. In his 30 years of experience as a financial advisor, Al has counseled hundreds of people who've gone through the same transition that you are. Don't wait to optimize your retirement plan. Get a fresh look with Al Smith now at 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128. Or visit klzradio.com slash money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered advisor. Extreme Auto Repair, folks, all of your vehicle needs, you can take care of one-stop shopping. That is Extreme Auto Repair. klzradio.com, 303-841-1071. You have a warranty on your vehicle's battery, but when you go to replace it, they still expect you to pay a prorated replacement fee. That's not a warranty. Extreme Auto carries batteries backed by a five-year guarantee and with no proration on their battery warranty. Should the battery that you purchased with them fail within that five-year window, Extreme replaces it, no questions asked. The staff at Extreme Auto has these batteries in their own cars because their prorated free five-year guarantee is the best deal around. In most cases, Extreme Auto can do same-day service, and for your convenience, Extreme Auto offers loaner vehicles and towing services free of charge for their customers, so they can quickly get you back on the road. Replace your car battery and get the assurance you need with a battery that you can trust will last. Give Extreme Auto Repair a call now to set up a battery replacement on your vehicle today. That number, 303-841-1071. 303-841-1071. Or write them a message at klzradio.com slash extreme. KNR Home Transitions, the name says it all, KNR Home Transitions. Whatever you're looking to do, move up, down, sideways, have a family member looking to sell, you name it, they can help you through all of that. 720-437-8210. You're nervous about selling your home because you don't know what you're up against. Cat and Robin of KNR Home Transitions get you up to speed on your competition. As your realtors, they'll drive you around the neighborhood so you can fully understand the competing properties in your area. K&R also actively monitor your competition using the NMLS, and they can even give you daily updates on any changes. 
Sometimes you'll even tour listings that are similar to yours, so you can see the differences in how updated the home is, the size of the yard, the floor plan, and other perks that may give you the upper hand for your listing. Get to feeling confident about selling your home with Cat and Robin. They know how to take the emotions out of stressful situations. Get two experts for the price of one and take advantage of your free consultation with K&R Home Transitions now at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash home. K&R Home Transitions, powered by Worth Clark Realty. You're listening to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. We are back. Welcome. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Susan Swift joining us now, Vice President of Legal Affairs at Right to Life League. She's been with us many times in the past. Susan, welcome. How are you? I am great, John. It's so glad. I'm so glad to be back with you today. Thank you. Always a joy. I appreciate having you. We always have great conversation. And again, you are Vice President of Legal Affairs at Right to Life League. That pretty much says it all, folks. If you don't know what they do, um, I think Right to Life explains it very well. Susan, you are on the side of the fence of saving lives, not destroying them, unlike Planned Parenthood and those folks on the left that have no problem with abortion. That's right. We are America's first pro-life organization founded in 1967, long before Roe v. Wade. We, we educate the public on the truth of abortion. We argue against uh, pro-abortion laws in California, because that's where we're based out of. And we also do something that no one else does. We provide um, free services for pro-life clinics, centers, and maternity homes. So the, the kind of things that they need to keep their doors open, uh, HR services, uh, employment tips and tricks and kind of guidance and corporate compliance. It, it doesn't sound very sexy, but it's absolutely yeah, it's vital needed. so yes. that they keep their doors open. Yes, agree. All right, HHS is saying emergency, too many babies being born. Now, that's the first I've heard of that because our birth rate, last time I checked, was 1718, which is well below what it needs to be to even sustain our economy and our country. So how is it they're saying we have too many babies being born? Well, it's really funny because this is, again, we are watching um, the abortion cartel and big pharma pressuring uh, the Biden administration and HHS Secretary Javier Becerra to make sure we have more abortions in these pro-life states. What's happened is the, the, the members of the legislative branch who serve at the pleasure of this massive lobby are demanding that the executive branch reinstate Roe versus Wade, right? They want a, a codified. And now the Biden administration is planning to leverage power through the public health emergency, right? They can do that. HHS can, can declare a public health emergency to make sure that, that the laws in pro-life states protecting the unborn are circumvented. And that mm. is looks like what they're wanting to do. Well, we heard some of that in the State of the Union address just Tuesday night, Susan. You heard what the president said there. I mean, his goal would be to have Congress, and it's not going to happen, but it's his goal to have Congress and the Senate pass a law basically, quote-unquote, reinstating Roe v. Wade, if you would. I mean, that's not exactly how it would work. But you, you know what you know what they mean by that, and, and essentially what he would like and he and his regime would like would be to have a law of the land where it's, it's legal in every state, not, not have states' rights like we have right now, which is essentially what the Supreme Court came down and said was each state can make a determination as to how they want to handle abortion in their particular state, which is exactly how how it's gone, and it's 
frankly, in my opinion, Susan, how it should be from the get-go, because it's a whole lot easier for us to start whittling away at state after state after state than it is to try to do it on a federal basis. That's my opinion. Absolutely. That, that was the beauty of the Dobbs decision. It finally corrected the error of the Supreme Court right. over Wade, putting the issue back to the states. But now the Biden administration is actually threatening to withhold Medicare and Medicaid funding from pro-life states unless they allow this chemical abortion to happen in, through all of the different pharmacies. What's going on is that Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid have all stepped up because the FDA has allowed this. The FDA says you can fill chemical abortion prescriptions in all of your clinics, in, excuse me, in all of your pharmacies. So that, that's what they want to do. But the problem is we have states like Florida and Texas and other places that say not so fast. We don't allow chemical abortions basically by prescription. You have to go to a doctor. So Florida has stepped up and, and warned Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid, don't fill chemical abortion prescriptions in your state. And now Texas has now sued the Biden administration over this pharmacy mandate because what the Biden administration is doing is trying to mandate that yep. all of these pharmacies yep. fill the chemical abortion drugs, even though the, the pro-life states have laws that regulate it. Yeah, they're trying to sidestep what those states have done. And again, I'm not, I'm not like you. I'm not an attorney. But to my, the way I look at it is they're trying to sidestep the laws of the state, which, by the way, is an abuse of the federal power and shouldn't be happening. And these states should be throwing major fits. In fact, the people in these states, regardless of what this is about, the topic is about, should be throwing fits as well. The last thing we want is for the federal government to come into a state and tell them what they have to do or not do. Absolutely. That, but you're exactly right when you say this is the federal government trying to rattle its saber and force states to comply with their will. This is ruling against the rule of the people. We have the rule of the people in the states. But Biden's administration is trying to threaten using every power that they have at their disposal, which includes also, you know, you could declare a public health emergency. Mm. We're just still in one, by the way. That's right. May 11th, That's right. the public health emergency finally uh, you know, expires for COVID. So we know they didn't look what happened. If I had told you in 2019 yeah. that they were going to declare a public health emergency that would shut down our schools, uh, lock down our businesses, force us to wear masks and other, other kind of restrictions, you would have called me a tinfoil hat conspiratorist, right? right? That's what right. you would have said. Right. But here we are. We have we have Javier Becerra, who is entertaining, declaring a public health emergency because we don't have enough abortions. He's already admitted it. He said, I'm listening to professionals and doctors in the field of abortion. They're going to tell him, they're going to inform him that when there's a state of emergency or you know, not enough abortions, and then he has the power to declare a public health emergency. Is it, And you being the attorney, I'm not. Is this something that they could... You know, I, I mean, I know they can do whatever they want to as far as that goes, and they will, but, you know, that will be challenged, I know. Do they really have the quote-unquote authority to do those things when, you know, to me, you would have to prove that this, in fact, is really the case? Just because somebody says there's too many babies being born, which, by the way, I don't know how you would even say that given what our birth rate is nationally anyways. To me, we need a huge uptick in it, and I think you could easily prove that we need that to keep our economy even moving forward like we, like we should as a country. So how would they actually get by with doing that? Well, they, they couch it in these Orwellian terms like reproductive freedom and women's health. 
Okay, they don't actually say we want to kill babies. They, True. They, they'd have to. True. But they have the, 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 the federal government, as we've seen, they can declare a public health emergency. And right now they're kind of pondering that. We don't know what it would look like. The states would have to go along. That's what happened in COVID, right? Yeah, that's the, true. The feds declared what, and the states went along. This time, <laughs> this is setting up a, a battle between feds and state law. That's what we're entertaining now. Which, again, this goes, in, not to get off on a on a tangent, on a side note, we take an entire hour on Thursdays and talk about COVID and all the different things that you're mentioning. And, and, and you would think by now we'd have been done talking about that, Susan, but we're still going over things that you know, everything from, you know, the vaccine, the mandates, what the vaccine's doing to people and on and on and on we go. I mean, we're, we're, we're going down paths we never should have went down. And this is my fear. This was my fear during COVID. We allowed the federal government as states and individual citizens to do things they never should have been allowed to do in the first place. The whole state of emergency in the first place never should have existed. And now we're going to see if my, if I'm correct in this, what you're going to see is I'm abusing that onward for these sorts of things you're talking about right now. Am I correct? You are correct because what, what the, the pro aborts have learned is that they can weaponize the use of police powers, essentially yep. public health because that is a huge exception. You can drive a Mack truck through it, right? Yep. If I just declare this a, a public health crisis, right, then all, all things get suspended, and even the spending starts, you know, being manipulated. Yep. There's so many things that are linked to a federal declaration of public health. Yeah, I, I don't think, Susan, um, I don't, I th- I'm glad, thank you for saying that, by the way, because I don't think people really understand how how sick and twisted this can get on the federal level. I mean, they could literally come out and say, you know what? No more driving of cars. It's a public health emergency because there's far too many traffic deaths. Far too many people are ignoring traffic laws. Bottom line is we're going to just cut your transportation off. You've got to either get on the bus, the train, whatever we're going to provide for you as government. Because from now on, you're not driving. This is now a public health emergency. I know that sounds outlandish, but hey, we didn't think COVID would ever do what it did. Exactly. We just lived through three years. It's still not over. And we already know that, that, that they're looking for another reason, another public health emergency yep. to extend that federal power forever because it is so it's it is so, so huge. Powerful. That's right. It's so huge. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we saw the abuse of that. We saw the money that was spent. I mean, we're now thirty two trillion dollars close to it. Thirty two trillion dollars in debt as a country It is expanded by almost ten trillion dollars, Susan, over the last three years. Yes, these guys are drunk on power, period. Absolutely. And what what the Biden administration has done is by by changing the guidances requiring pharmacies to supply women with abortion inducing drugs, that's incur- that's signaling to the states. And, and what, what he's done is he's saying, well, now, look, we might with, withhold Medicaid and Medicare funds from you states mm. unless you allow these pharmacies to provide chemical abortion drugs, even even if certain state laws prohibit the procedure, right, like, like Florida does. That's what they're signaling. They're going to use the power of the purse, and they're going to make it sound official through, you know, just like the CDC did. They're going to say, well, we have a public health emergency. Not enough women have access to abortion. That's how they're going to phrase it. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to put guidelines in, in place, and they're going to start threatening these pro-life states with withholding money mm-hmm. to get them to bend the knee and to allow babies to be killed through chemical abortions. So, I read somewhere it's... I, I have the numbers, about 20,000 pharmacies through Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid, when you total them all up, I believe they have about 20,000 pharmacies all over the United States. That really is 20,000 mini-abortion clinics, right. little chemical right. abortion right. clinics. Right, right, good point. Uh, 
and, and that's actually in another article that is just recently posted at the Epic Times talking about this. Um, the HHS guidance involves roughly 60,000 retail pharmacies. Wow. That's, that, that's, that's, that's 60,000 Abortion, abortion clinics, clinics. yeah. Because okay, so so Susan, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a reasonable, you know, guy. I have the show called Rush to Reason for a reason. I like results. I like to, you know, give all of our listeners ways where we can actually fend things off, fight for ourselves, have the rights that we need to have as citizens. What do we do to help you in this? Oh well, you can go to our website, which is righttolifeleague.org, righttolifeleague.org. You can check out the articles that we have on our news and blogs. You can hit that donate button. That will help because what we do is we fight against bad abortion laws in California. We educate on the truth of abortion like you and I are talking right now. And the other thing that we do that nobody does is we provide free services for our member pro-life mm. clinic centered and maternity homes in California so they can keep their doors open. Because just think about it. If a, a, an abortion clinic has a problem, what do they do? They pick up the phone and they call Planned Parenthood right. Corporate and say, hey, right. what do we do? Well, what are these pro-life uh, clinics and centers in California? Who do they call? They don't call anybody. They have no one except the Right to Life League. That's who they call. Okay, so is there other things that we can do in regards to our own, you know, legislatures, governors, uh, you know, Walgreens yes. and Rite Aid itself? I mean, is there any value in making phone calls and letters, sending letters and so on to those individuals? Of course there is. I think what we should start doing, and, and we have a, a, a small program that I call the abortion-free zone, right? If you're in a, if you're in a state that, that promotes abortion, you can advocate for an abortion-free zone in your state or in your city or in your county. There are ways to do that. They're very simple, and I'm, we're happy to share that because we have to start at a grassroots ground level to, to go to our legislators who are elected to encourage those who are pro-life, right? First of all, find them. Who are they, right? And then encourage them by, by supporting their election results and going and maybe getting into their office and saying, look, we've got a, we've got a coalition of, of moms and dads and school teachers, and we all support what you do. Hey, how about a, an initiative on the, the next ballot, perhaps? Or let's get uh, an abortion-free zone declared, right? Let, let's do something. And then, of course, when it c- comes time for elections to school yep. board, yep. local county, anything, you have to get involved. The most important places are at school boards and local elections. Agreed. And start finding pro-life candidates and support them, help them, volunteer, fund them, because that's the only way that we can reclaim mm-hmm. our country. And it's going to be county by county, city by city. And you have to keep agitating until the pro-abortion legislators are, are driven from power and are embarrassed to even raise their heads. They should be they should be absolutely driven out of office because what they are doing is destroying yep. the basis for our constitution, which is the right to life, liberty, and the yep. pursuit of right. happiness in That's that right. order. That's right, Susan Swift. Again, always a joy having you. I love talking to you. Whenever your name comes up, I it's just one of those where it says, "Yep, we need to get on and get this going" because you always give us valuable information and appreciate it very much, folks. RightToLifeLeague.org is the website. We'll put all this up on our website a little bit later tonight as well. Susan, as always, thank you. Keep up the great work. We really appreciate what you're doing. God bless you, John, and thank you so much. You're very welcome, Susan. Thank you so much. God bless you as well. Really appreciate you. American National Insurance is next. My agent, Paul Lewinberger, he would love to help you out. Whatever you've got going on with your insurance needs, just call him and tell him, and he'll take care of it from there, and he'll save you money. 303-662-0789. You love your spouse. That's why you married them. 
every time you look down at your ring, it reminds you of your wedding day, the precious commitment you made to one another, and the vows you exchanged. Until one day you look down, and it isn't there. Make sure that beautiful representation of your love for one another is covered this February with Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance. Putting your wedding ring on the policy protects you in case you lose it, it gets stolen, or even in the case that the stone falls out. Ideally, you never look down to find it isn't there, but give yourself the assurance that you're protected. Let's say everything goes according to plan and you don't have to make a claim for three years. You'll be getting back 25% of what you paid in premiums three years ago. And in both cases, your spouse will be happy. Protect the investment you made in your love now by calling Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance at 303-662-0789. Again, 303-662-0789. Michael Bailey Law, he is our mobile estate planner. Make sure you're dialed in when it comes to your estate plan, and he'll come to you, 720-394-6887. A grand gesture is a wonderful way to show someone special that you love them on Valentine's Day. But getting an estate plan now is a gesture that can say, I love you for the rest of your life and beyond. Michael Bailey helps you show your loved ones how much you love them by preparing for a situation they don't want to think about at the moment. Handling your estate plan now allows you to ensure there is no pressure on them to divvy up assets, possessions, and property in an already difficult situation. When you work with Michael Bailey to plan your estate, no one has to think about what might happen in the worst-case scenario because it's already taken care of. Create a plan for your loved ones now so they aren't forced to create one later when you are no longer able. Set up a free zero-risk consultation with mobile estate planner Michael Bailey today at klzradio.com slash estate. Or call Michael at 720-730-7274. That's 720-730-7274. All right, up next, it is Premier Home Remodels. They would love to help you with any project that you've got or you've been thinking about doing even. Just have them out. Find out exactly what they can do for you. 720-619-8773. License insured and a one-year workmanship warranty. You want to remodel, but you're nervous about making such a big investment in the wrong company. Premier Home Remodels is always transparent with their communication and pricing that you can trust them with your kitchen, bathroom, or basement remodel. Other companies give you an attractive-looking bid and add on the cost of materials later, so you end up spending way more than you expected. Premier Home Remodels gives you a detailed bid that will only change should they run into an unexpected issue that must be fixed. Premier Home Remodel shows you that they are the right choice for the job by keeping you informed every step of the way. All labor is under warranty for up to one year after completion and inspected when the job is finished. You can rely on Premier Home Remodels to get your custom remodel done right the way you want it. Set your consultation today. Call 888-679-0288. 888-679-0288. Or visit klzradio.com remodel. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Susan at Premier Manufacturing says, In the two plus years I've been with Premier Manufacturing, my interaction with BES has been nothing but positive. When we have a service issue, they do their best to have someone sent out that same day, and the service people have always been friendly, efficient, and professional. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or have a problem with equipment you currently have, Give us a call at 303-825-5664. 
live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And not laughing about Susan, our last guest. She's a great guest, by the way, and doing great work when it comes to fighting for life, which we believe in immensely here. Not only a rush to reason, but you know me and everybody we're associated with Crawford Broadcasting. You hear it on National Crawford Roundtable with Preborn. I mean, we we are here to fight for the unborn and their lives. And Susan is is just a great guest and doing great work uh, in in all the different things that they're doing there. But I had to laugh because during the break, just kind of perusing around, and you know, I do different things and look for different stories and things that may come up, and things are even sent to me. And there is a, and I don't know who has time. To, I was just telling Charlie, I don't know who has time to do all these things. But you see all these different memes and pictures and things that are all over social media. And, 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 you know, whoever has the time and energy and thoughtfulness to even do this, you know, I'm very thankful for it because they make me chuckle. So there's an image now floating around where it's got Kamala's husband, the doctor, and he's walking down, looks like, I don't know, a city street. And Joe and Jill are walking in the opposite direction, and it's got Jill turned looking at Kamala's husband. Joe's looking, you know, like, what are you looking at? And the caption is, Tuesday night at the big union party? You got it, doctor. (laughs) And it's, the reason this is all, first of all, you know, meeting you at the big union party, that was what Joe was talking about a lot. He pandered to the unions in the State of the Union address. But prior to the State of the Union Address. I haven't really talked about this much, but really the big talk of the State of the Union Address was not the address itself. It was the address of the two of them kissing prior to the speech ever starting. And you say, the two of who kissing? Jill Biden and Kamala's husband. I don't even know the guy's name. The first man, the first dude, whatever you call him. Do you even know what his name is, Charlie? I don't... First gentleman? What is, what's his real name? Charlie doesn't know either. I don't either. I just know it's Kamala's husband, Kamala Harris. So it's Mr. Harris. I guess that's what you call him. Is it Mr. Harris? Has he got the same last name? I don't have any idea. I guess I should check. I don't know what his name is. You don't really hear much of him. You are now. Because the two of them were like, you know, lip to lip, open mouth kiss prior to the State of the Union address. And I mean, it's all over social media. That's getting bigger play than the address itself is. And I just gave you an example of why. I mean, this thing will not die. And okay, real quick, you know, every camera in the place is going to be on you. You're the president's wife. You're the first lady. Now, I don't know what they do outside of what goes on in these types of situations. Don't care. Honestly, I don't. whatever Jill does, I could care less. More power to her. It's Dr. Jill, by the way. Yes, Dr. Jill. Yeah, make sure I say that right. Dr. Jill. Um, I, I, don't, I don't care what they do, but you would think that in this particular setting where you, and again, you know, it could have been completely innocent. I have no idea what the relationship is. Don't care. Bottom line, why would you want this kind of follow-up, quote-unquote, distraction from what really happened at the State of the Union address from your wife, the First Lady? It would have been like, think of it this way, Donald Trump. If his wife had done something along these lines prior to Donald Trump's State of the Union address, we'd still be talking about it or the press would. Now, the left has said nothing about this kiss. It's just us as conservatives that keep talking about it, rightfully so, because, frankly, it was just weird. 
I don't even know the way to say it. It just was weird. It's like, what are you two doing? This is just gross and weird. It's kind of sort of like when your parents kiss when you're a kid. It's like, no, don't do that. It's what you were thinking the entire time these two were kissing. So that's the backstory to what I was just saying a moment ago. And, yes, Jill is the doctor, and so she's, she's saying Tuesday night at the big union party, and he's basically saying, you know, you got a doctor, and, you know, it's just it's, it's funny. And, I, again, I don't know who thinks of these things and puts these things together, but they make me chuckle, and maybe they do some of you. I think it's hilarious. So Roof Savers of Colorado. Now, what's not hilarious is having roof issues. Having leaks. I just had one. Now, not a leak inside, but I had a soffit, as I said a couple of days ago, that was leaking on the outside. Every time we got heavy moisture and the gutter started to overflow a little bit, it would get into the soffit and leak. And I've had three different roofers prior to Dave Hart from Roof Savers of Colorado look at it. Dave came out one time. He says, oh, I can fix that. I'm like, okay, why couldn't the last three guys? Like, I don't know. I wasn't them. Great point, Dave. You're not them. Thankfully, he is way different than any other roofer I've ever met. He wants to save you money, save you time, save you hassle. And his whole goal is to extend the life of your roof and have your your commercial building or your home lasting as long as possible. He'll extend the current life of your roof, replace it if needed. Dave Hart, find him at RushToReason.com. It's Roof Savers of Colorado, 303-710-6916. You need a roof that is going to keep you and yours protected from the Colorado elements this winter. But having a reliable, functioning roof doesn't mean you should have to compromise your bank account. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we try to save every client from the expense of a costly replacement with a rejuvenation treatment. This 100% plant-based product gives you new roof performance without new roof costs. But sometimes a replacement is absolutely necessary. With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your family. For any roofs that do not qualify for the treatment, we work with your insurance so you can get the replacement you need. Contact Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado today, and he will inspect your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Call 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com today to ensure your family is protected. This isn't Rage Radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, Kamala Harris's husband's name, a friend of mine just texted me this, Douglas Emhoff, and he would be titled The Second Gentleman. Now, they made a mistake the other night on the NBC broadcast I was watching for the State of the Union because they actually called him The First Gentleman, which he is correct. That is not. He would be The Second Gentleman. So thank you for that. Uh, Douglas Emhoff. So we'll be right back. And hour number three is coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Rush to Reason. Denver's Afternoon Rush. KLZ 560. And 